core of cyberspace. This is the J2 Podcast. Technical difficulties, guys? Nah, we're just uh, working some of the bugs out of the system. With your host, Justin Wilson, covering topics such as networking, internet provider news, vending, a computer. Every 12 year old kid in Miami has one. And everything in between. All systems ready. Dimitri from Cambium. I wanted to kind of talk about the PMP 3000 and some of the misconceptions we're hearing on some of the uh, the antenna stuff. Right. So my understanding is the 3000 right now works best with the Cambium antenna because mm-hmm. it was designed for it. What, why? Okay, so here is the story. So coming back from the history of EPMP 2000, we... It was just the radio. It was the two by two radio. You can hook up any VNDH polarized antenna, even the dual slant antenna, and it will work. It will work decently enough for you. Any any type of third party antenna, depending on the antenna pattern, the antenna gain, it will work. So with the four thousand, uh, sorry, three thousand, with the EPMP three thousand. We have 4x4 antenna. So what is 4x4? We have four transmitters, four receivers. So in each polarization, we have two transmitters. So in the, for example, in the vertical polarization, we have two transmitters. In the horizontal polarization, we have two transmitters. So now it comes to the algorithms inside the radio, how we apply the phase shift to those polarizations and to the antenna elements to get the best signal for certain clients. And in the algorithm inside the radio, we build it the certain way that we know the antenna configuration, the distance between the antenna elements, to get the proper phase shift, to get the best signal if we do the signal, uh, single user translate beamforming, or if we do the multi-user MIMO especially. So we know the exact configuration of the antenna to the perfect phase shift to get the maximum out of the multi-user MIMO thing. So in case you hook up the random antenna, third-party antenna, unfortunately it was not designed, all the phase shift it was designed for the, our own sector thing. In most cases you will not get the maximum out of it. It can work, but it will be not optimal. So the, the, the phase shift is really the, the, the important thing. Right. And the, the null, explain like the, the null, the null right. So the, the issue is that uh, with the antennas before the 11AC products or before the beamforming products, it was just a passive thing. I mean the antenna, we just send the signal and it radiates so right now it's not well. It is still a passive thing, but we think about it as a antenna array. So with four by four, we have two antenna elements in each polarization that we want to sum up to get the nulls in case of the multi-user MIMO, or to get the peak if we do the single-user beamform. And we need to know the configuration of the antenna. So again, the question is. 
Can some third-party antenna do the same as we do with EPMP3000? Possibly, yes. There are none that we can confirm that can do the same performance. So we recommend our own stuff. We know that the random configuration probably will not work. So that's that's the. So the the, the antenna is the antenna is basically made tighter and it's made with the the different the different polarizations. The even though it's still a passive device, there are things inside that antenna which are tight tolerances to. Uh, yeah, so it's not the things inside the antenna, it's inside the radio and the software. So we know the distance between the elements, yep, and okay. we we use it in the calculations, for example, for the grouping, for the multi-user MIMO grouping. So in order to decide if we can group optimally two customers, two subscriber units, we assume that it is our own antenna, and we know it's physical dimensions, it's geometry, so we assume we use it in our own calculations. So it's all about physics and the, yeah, how, how fast true. the signal travels and how so, even it is. And... Right. So the worst thing that will happen if you just connect the random antenna, you will not just get the multi-user MIMO. So that's the worst thing. So Which even... is a big benefit of the, the 3000. Right. Yeah, that's the that's the biggest thing and that's the biggest selling point because you can uh, get the twice of the throughput uh, but if you mess it up if you can have some random antennas any third party antenna peak any connected the worst thing you will get you will not get the multi-user MIMO benefit you will still get some transmitting beamforming benefit maybe mm-hmm. uh, you will not make it worse than EPMP 2000 but you will not get the benefit. Well, that's, that's the idea. So, so long story short, for now, use the 3000 antenna, the Cambium sector, and you're going to get peak performance out of right. it that you, you should. So if you go start using a, another antenna, yeah, it's going to work, but it's not going to be optimal 3000. Right. People are buying 3000 because it's a step up from 2000. Right. And so you're kind of going backwards if you don't use the... Right. So, uh, in the future roadmap, we are going to come up with some flexible configuration for the third-party antennas. So, for example, many people are excited about the like using horns, like double horn solution no. with the EPMP3000. It requires some... Um, so, it requires changes in the software that we have. So we have to configure the software in a certain way to get the optimal multi-user MIMO in the double horn configuration. Uh, well, internally we call it double horn. Uh, so yeah, we have to change those things. We will come up with those changes in the upcoming uh, firmware releases. But for now, we you recommend have control over your gear. Yeah, so we you recommend. Buy. Yeah, we recommend to stick with our own sector antenna. We believe that it is good enough for most of the setups that are in real life. Uh, it's covering for 90-95% of the requests from the real life customers. Uh, it is slightly narrower comparing to EPMP 2000 sector. Okay. So it's more like a 70 degrees rather than 90 degrees sector. 
which is a good thing. Everybody is going to the narrow sectors. Yeah. Uh, so with the it's, it's more narrow sector. Last thing we um, in one of the Cambian presentations uh, mentioned sounding. Yeah. Um, so I've I've heard several people ask what is sounding. So what's the what's the skinny on what what that does? Right. So. Um, so with the sounding, uh, the sounding is the procedure how we test the uh, radio propagation uh, characteristics. It's almost yeah. ping isn't a good word because right, ping's, right, ping's right. a networking term, but it, it talks to the customer and says, "Yeah, it's more way more complicated than ping because yeah. ping just gives you the latency, like a rough latency." Uh, and in case of the sounding, you will give it will give you the uh, measurement for each of the subcarriers of the OFDM. Uh, so it's actually symbol. testing out the yeah, connection. It's, yeah, it's real testing. Time. It's testing the RF propagation for each of the subcarriers in the OFDM, and it sends you the measured signal coming from different subcarriers from different special screens. So if we are talking about four by four. Send the special signals in each of the four streams, and the other side will measure how it receives all those four, and it will send you the feedback. So that's that's the sound. Okay. Well, thank you for taking the time to sit down with this, and I'm sure we'll be talking some more. Sure. Thank you, Dimitri. Thank you.